Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so today we are uh, talking about robots or rebels. All right, so there's a, a quote by this guy. He showed up in a book I was reading the other day. I know nothing about him, and his w- name is kind of weird. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Okay, but I love this quote. He says, you become responsible forever for what you have tamed. You become responsible forever for what you have tamed. So I, I, this quote just has stuck in my head. Uh, I don't know. I've probably been ruminating on it for a few weeks now. And and it just keeps coming back to me. You become responsible forever for what you have tamed. And, you know, when you take out the, the wildness, the personal responsibility and the freedom away from somebody else, that that individual is always going to do what you tell them and no more. So I think about this in various ways. Let me give you some examples. So let's talk about animals, right? Um, I saw a post the other day. There was um, some kind of big cat. I can't remember what kind of big cat now. And it it basically um, was this wild big cat. and, And I can't remember the circumstances, but there was no way it was going to be safe in the wild. And so these people um, who, who, you know, that that's their field, right? It's not just some random family that decided they're going to adopt this big cat. Um, but it became very clear that, that not only could this big cat not even be in an enclosure with other cats, uh, it couldn't be in the wild. And so they adopted it into their home and they were showing pictures of, you know, basically this house cat. Uh, and, you know, there were people, people up in arms, but in, in essence, it was the best thing for this particular individual cat, right? Uh, and they were very clear and firm about saying, hey, listen, we do not advocate this, okay? We're not telling people go and do this. We're saying for this particular individual cat, right? Um, but based on those early circumstances that this couple uh, were not involved in, this animal had been uh, tamed, Right. And because it had been tamed and the wildness had been taken out of it, the freedom, it did not know how to care for itself. And so somebody else had to care for them. Okay. Think about nature in general, right? When you, when you tame nature, um, you're, you're responsible for it. So, uh, there's some neighbors behind us that are clearing off part of their, uh, land so that their son and his family can live there, right? So th- as they're going through and they're clearing out all of this, you know, they're, they're taming this area, right? And and that's okay. They're going to eventually put up their house and everything, but they're still going to be responsible for it, aren't they? So they're going to have to mow the lawn, take care of the weeds, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like look around your um, your property, what do you have to maintain and take care of because you have tamed, right? But this goes towards what I call robot children and robot employees, okay? So think about it this way. Um, when we tame them, when we say, hey, listen, 
Uh, this is how we have to do things. So I think about, let's, let's talk about children. Um, many times I've been in classrooms where children are compliant and listen, I have no problem with, with compliance, right? But they are overly compliant to the point where they are not self-reliant. So because the teacher and maybe those early caregivers, the, the system of this child surrounds them and says, hey, listen, in order to be successful, you have to do things this way. And that child usually has a certain personality style and, and they realize, you know, like, okay, it, it's in my best interest to do things this way, right? Again, that's not wrong. It's just the child is not given the opportunity to step into their own power, make choices on their own, become self-reliant, right? So the child is not stepping into a self-leadership role. Um, someone else is always doing things for them. So this is, you know, the, the mom who always ties the, the child's shoes or zips their coat or, um, you know, just systems that are set up that a child can't think for themselves, this also happens in the workplace. I cannot tell you how many times I've got leaders that come and say, I just want them to do what I tell them to do. And I'm like, is that really what you want? To want? Or do you want them to think for themselves and solve their problems on their own? Now, an insecure leader will say, no, I just want them to do what I tell them to do. Okay. A growing and mature leader will understand the value of saying, you know what? I want them to understand what we're doing here, what's the purpose, what, what are some of the requirements? Because sometimes there are requirements and rules, right? Here are the things, the, the boxes we have to check. And beyond this, how else would you like to do this, right? So in essence, you know, we want to create robots, not rebels, right? I can't tell you how many times I've talked to uh, different doctors and they're like, oh, if my patients would just listen to me right? If they would just do what I tell them to do. Uh, I've experienced this myself where the doctors are like, no, you have to go get this test. No, you have to go do. No, I don't. I don't have to do anything you tell me to do. My health is my responsibility. You get to be a partner with me on that. I appreciate the knowledge and experience and everything that you have going on for you. And when we come together to talk about me, my experience and my wisdom of my own body is just as equally important as your medical experience, because you may have, okay, this is what research tells us, right? That's awesome. That's great. This is how my body is acting and reacting. So there's been some times when my doc doctor has said, go do this. And I realized actually that thing is not working. Um, in the last several years, I, I've changed... <laughs> I hope my doctor isn't listening here, but I, I've changed several things that I'm doing in my diet and my exercise and my overall health regimen that is dramatically um, decreasing my high blood sugars to the point where I'm having much less insulin every single day. And if I had followed the doctor's rules and orders like I did, you know, for a couple of years there, I was having increased insulin all the time in order to handle this. So in essence, what I've done is I've become kind of a rebel and said, well, wait a minute, let's put the whole thing into perspective. And, and yes, of course I, I, you know, go see the doctor still. I, I do the blood tests. I do those kinds of things. 
I just want to make sure I'm not being, uh, you know, overly compliant to the point where I'm not getting what I need, right? Sometimes I've seen this actually work out in the, I, I will say church or religious worlds. Um, that, that was a big thing for me uh, in my first 40 years. Um, not as much these days. I still go to church, uh, not a, any one particular church. I'm really enjoying, um, uh, visiting different churches with, with different friends. Um, but I'm, I'm more open-minded, more spiritual. Uh, I would say I, I love Jesus with all my heart. So if you had to put a label on me, you could say I was a Christian. Um, and so I've, I've noticed when churches want robots, right? And not rebels. They don't, don't necessarily want people to be thinking on their own, even though they say that, right? They want you to check the boxes and this is what we're going to believe. This is how we're going to vote. This is how we're going to live life, right? Whereas there's some other churches who are like, hey, listen, the most important thing is your personal responsibility with your higher power. So what is coming to you right now? Let's talk. Let's, let's talk about how that shows up in your life, right? So really ask yourself, are there people in your life that you would prefer to be compliant to what you say? Or would you like them to be self-reliant? Okay. If you want them to be more self-reliant, like I've got a friend who has a, um, a senior in high school and, you know, now my kids are, are getting up to be that age. Uh, but she's realizing that, oh my gosh, this kid doesn't know anything. Uh, he doesn't know how to, you know, make his, his breakfast or lunch or dinner. He doesn't know how to, to wash laundry. Um, he doesn't know how to clean his room. Like there's very little that he really knows about how to take care of himself. So she's like, oh man, this last year that I have him here before he goes away to college, I got to teach him a lot of lessons. And I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have that issue. And she's like, why not? And I said, cause I started teaching that stuff when they were in preschool. So my kids, you know, my, one of my values as, as a mom was not to have compliant children, but was to have very self-reliant children. Uh, I really wanted them to be independent as early as possible. Uh, I kind of had this thing in my head, you know, what would happen if I wasn't around? How much can I teach them as early as possible so that they can be on their own? With the caveat I want to be there to help and support them. So not just, you know, pushing them and saying, go do this on your own and like sitting here and doing nothing, but being here as a support and as a guide, right? I don't want tame children. I want them to be able to think for themselves and go after what they want and use me as a resource, right? Now, definitely we want to make sure that we're empowering people, right? So uh, especially if they're your employees, all right. How can I empower you to solve your own problem, right? Here's the constraints, right? So uh, the field and industry I work in, there's a lot of boxes to check. So here's all the boxes we have to check. Now, beyond that, you know, what do you need to make this decision? And sometimes it's not going to feel comfortable for you or them, especially if you've never done it before. But I promise you, Kind of, you know, it may be rebel is too strong of a word for you. Change it to whatever you want, but I don't want to deal with ro robots. I really don't. I want to deal with people who want to do their own thinking. Okay. 
Um, it's definitely going to help you uh, as a leader. You're you're going to you know maybe experience people who have different ideas than you, and so that's a great opportunity for you to step into your own maturity and security, right? Um, but just see what you think, and and also you know, hey, when a global pandemic happens and your children have to be independent and do online school, you won't struggle as much. Okay, so what do you want out of the people in your life and how are you structuring your relationship with them? Are you uh, wanting and structuring for robots or for free thinkers? Okay. All right. Hey, happy thinking about that. With that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye bye.